Michael's all right. Still in the house. He has a seat he simply can't lose. And Fleur? Flourishing. Did you know she had a daughter last year? Fleur? Hmm, that makes two, doesn't it? Yes, they call this one Catherine. I haven't been home since 1927. Gosh, it's a long time since that wedding. You look, said Dinny, contemplating the sallow darkness of his face, as if you'd been in the sun. When I'm not in the sun, I'm not alive. Michael once told me you lived in the East. Well, I wander about there. His face seemed to darken still more, and he gave a little shiver. Beastly cold, the English spring. And do you still write poetry? Oh, you know of that weakness. I've read them all. I like the last volume best. He grinned. Thank you for stroking me the right way. Poets, you know, like it. Who's that tall man? I seem to know his face. The tall man who had moved to the other side of the statue was coming back. Somehow, murmured Dinny, I connect him with that wedding too. The tall man came up to them. The hocks aren't all that, he said. Dinny smiled. I always feel so thankful I haven't got hocks. We were just trying to decide whether we knew you. Weren't you at Michael Mont's wedding some years ago? I was. And who are you, young lady? We all met there. I'm his first cousin on his mother's side, Dinny Cheryl. Mr. Desert was his best man. The tall man nodded. Oh, ah, my name's Jack Muscombe. I'm a first cousin of his father's. He turned to Desert. You admired Fosh, it seems. I did. Dinny was surprised at the morose look that had come on his face. Well, said Muscombe, he was a soldier, all right, and there weren't too many about. But I came here to see the horse. It is, of course, the important part, murmured Dinny. The tall man gave her his sceptical smile. One thing we have to thank Fosh for, he never left us in the lurch. Desert suddenly faced round. Any particular reason for that remark? Muscombe shrugged his shoulders, raised his hat to Dinny, and lounged away. When he'd gone, there was a silence, as over deep waters. Which way were you going? said Dinny at last. Any way that you are. I thank you kindly, sir. Would an aunt in Mount Street serve as a direction? Admirably. You must remember her, Michael's mother. She's a darling. The world's perfect mistress of the ellipse. Talks in stepping stones as you have to jump to follow her. They crossed the road and set out up Grosvenor Place on the Buckingham Palace side. I suppose you find England changed every time you come home, if you'll forgive me for making conversation. Changed enough. Don't you love your native land, as the saying is? She inspires me with a sort of horror. Are you by any chance one of those people who wish to be thought worse than they are? Not possible. Ask Michael. Michael is incapable of slander. Michael and all angels are outside the count of reality. No, said Dinny. Michael's very real and very English. That is his contradictory trouble. Why do you run England down? It's been done before. I never run her down except to English people. Well, that's something, but why to me? Desert laughed. Because you seem to be what I should like to feel that England is. Flattered and fair, but neither fat nor forty. What I object to is England's belief that she is still the goods. Isn't she, really? Yes, said Desert surprisingly. But she had no reason to think so. Dinny thought. You're perverse, Brother Wilfred, the young woman said, 
and your tongue is exceedingly wry. You do not look well when you stand on your head. Why will you continually try? She remarked more simply, If England is still the goods, has no reason to think so, and yet does, she would seem to have intuition anyway. Was it by intuition that you disliked Mr. Muscombe? Then, looking at his face, she thought, I'm dropping a brick. Why should I dislike him? He's just the usual insensitive type of hunting, racing man who bores me stiff. That wasn't the reason, thought Dinny, still regarding him. A strange face, unhappy from deep inward disharmony, as though a good angel and a bad were forever seeking to fire each other out. But his eyes sent the same thrill through her as when at sixteen, with her hair still long, she'd stood near him at Fleur's wedding. And do you really like wandering about in the East?